0: Let's talk about Leonardo da Vinci, a genius in his own uh, right, one of the greatest geniuses of all time because of his multidisciplinary expression, and that comes from a couple places, and you can see it, and I'm going to try and explain how some of it went in one direction, some of it in another, and how it actually shows the difference between thinking and feeling as a human being, and what capacities we use our, um, our being for. Because, of course, he was very creative. He was very curious. He often didn't finish one thing before he moved on to the next because I think in the process of doing something, he already was satisfied. He had done as much as he could with that. It satisfied his expression. And so he was wanting to do another thing. And I've spoken to this before. You know, half of the problem with having such a self-conscious mind with an ego that can store things away and remember them and then think back in time, project to the future, is that we don't innately live in the moment, which is where the good struggle is. And by good struggle, I mean not having to know exactly what you're going to do tomorrow, where your food's coming from, and yet knowing that it is there. It's around you. It's either for you to get or for you to gather from and with your community to share. It's possible because you put yourself in an environment where all that stuff is provided or available so he exemplifies still being curious even though he lived in fairly modern times and had you know access to things in a city access to food Food could be stored and saved for you know it having an advance and yet he also had a very busy mind obviously his intellect was very um flowing and that's a natural state generally speaking if you have nothing wrong if you don't have any and too much in the way of physical impediments disease allergies who knows what but i know that because i'm speaking from personal experience a lot of my life expression has been very um held back because of my physical being and the challenges i've had since a very 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 young age and so i can see in leonardo i'm going to use one example to make it the most poignant He was vegetarian by all accounts, and yeah, he wrote about it too, about like, why would you do eat meat when it's obvious that animals suffer, and you get everything you need to from plants, and this in a time when not too many people were thinking about this as an aspect of, you know, how to have a human diet and uh, define it for both ethical and health-based reasons. And yet at the same time that he understood that deeply, that was a compassionate point of view. He obviously felt what the animals feel in order to be like, well, I, I'm. what gives me the right to impede in their life progress? I wouldn't want someone to impede on mine. But at the same time, he was designing these very elaborate war machines, battle machines, machines. Um, things that could be seen as modern artillery that was designed before its time and that they couldn't even construct it back then because he was thinking so outside of the box creatively. And that's the sign of a busy mind. That's just thinking. People often wonder, and I did too, when I first read about this probably 20 years ago, how does that work? How does that work that you can delineate compassion for animals with creating war machines whereby humans kill other humans? And that is an actual distinction. Animals can't get out of our way themselves. You know, they don't have... The ability to rationalize if they're being attacked, they can't go, whoa, whoa, hang on. I've got a family. I'd like to see my young grow up just like you would. I need to take care of them. It's my base instinct. That's what I'm here for. What are they going to do without me? They might perish too. Like, If you could get inside the mind of an animal, it would be that simple because it's that vitally connected to primary things, survival and the right to life. Whereas humans, we can make our choices, and it's mostly from a conflict, ego-based point of view it's rarely about actual survival anymore for eons it's more about power and control and distribution of resources as if there's a scarcity but it's usually a created scarcity to give validation to the idea of going to war and yet i can see this just being completely an intellectual thing for leonardo just he had an idea in his mind he saw how war was happening and he's like oh i can i can make something better than that I kind of think that way too whenever I see something. I'm a very good editor of other people's ideas. They might have an idea. I'm very good at looking at it and seeing, ah, but it would be a bit more optimal this way. It might be a better expression this way. It might be more efficient this way. And so his mind just naturally gravitated to working on things, to perfecting things to a degree. And that has nothing to do with compassion. He might have not cared. Well, this is human's... Um, harming humans, that's fine. And often I liken that to the modern day with um, even myself, I enjoy watching boxing, I enjoy watching UFC to a degree, I enjoy hockey, which has its violent aspect to it, which I don't enjoy. But I know that there's a competitive nature. But more than that, I know the humans are choosing to do it with other humans, they're engaging on purpose. And so if they get hurt, I only have a certain amount of sympathy because we do have choices in life. We put ourselves there. And that's the distinct difference between animals and humans, Thinking of how we think about animals and humans, is that if no one thinks on behalf of the animals, then they just get used and abused. And I will extrapolate that to humans because in the age of war there's a lot of humans that go to war that have absolutely no inclination to kill someone it's just part of a a a bigger thing that they try to disconnect from through the idea of government wants you to do this you're going to get an education if you do this but honestly a lot of people come back from war with very severe ptsd or cptsd because they have a heart We aren't put on this earth to kill someone when there's not actually a good reason. You're not actually defending your life. You're defending the idea of something on someone else's behalf. So, Some thoughts on how to differentiate between the thinking and the feeling within yourself and how it expresses itself in life. And I think Leonardo is a very tangible example because he lived in a time where he didn't have to do any of these things necessarily. He just was born with a heart and a mind and they both worked I would say, to a very honest capacity. And he was good at using them both. And that's why his expression involves both promoting vegetarianism and building crazy war machines that, luckily or unluckily, were never realized because they were ahead of their time. But the one thing that is never ahead of its time is compassion. And that's the return that human humanity could see. The paradigm change, as I say, First with the heart, then with the head. We've been going first with the head, then with the heart for far too long. Meaning we have ideas, then we try and validate them through words like we care. We need to do this in the name of peace, uh, which is complete and utter bullshit. If we lead with peace, then we'll figure out a way to make it happen. This world's a pretty abundant place. It keeps replenishing, despite what we've done over the last centuries. It's, it's amazing. And if we actually got out of the way, put the brakes on a few things that we call progress meaning consumption, diet, if we actually address those things fundamentally for our own good in balance with what's best for others, in other words, being of service to life, to the earth, not just thinking about ourselves and what tastes good today or what we want to consume that we then just use once and throw away, if we actually give a shit, we'll make better choices and those compassionate choices will innately lead to systems and structures of society that are more mutually beneficial for all. I guarantee it. Hello, fellow humans, and thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, Ever since I got this thing started, which was years in the making, I've been excited about uh, doing this, and only this. It's what gives me the most pleasure in life, is helping others help themselves, and it's actually what I know the best, despite all the other things I've studied for, and uh, have had as careers as experiences as hobbies as connections with life this is it so to that end if you'd like to experience if you'd like to support a very simple human doing this it doesn't take much for me to survive and anything over and above that that i ever make from this will always go back into helping others directly and you can support me by finding me on red circle podcasts which may be where you're listening uh, there's a uh, donating information there. I also have an account with something called Libra Pay, where you can find me as Steve Alat, or you can send uh, a donation through PayPal, Steve at IlluminatingTheDisconnect dot com. If any of those aren't sufficient or fail, send me an email again, Steve at IlluminatingTheDisconnect dot com. We can figure something out. And uh, thanks for listening. I really really hope it helps. And if it does, do send me a message. Thanks for your support.